welcome back to another episode of Womanhood on the Rock. So today's going to be different. Instead of interviewing other women, I'm going to be interviewing myself, um, which is kind of funny. But actually, you guys all asked me a bunch of questions, so I'm going to go through and answer them. So it's going to be a Q&A, which will be fun. Okay, so these are definitely not in any order. But the first one is, where are your parents from? Um, That's a good question. My dad is from Wisconsin, and my mom is from Pennsylvania. Someone asked, are you judgmental? Hmm. I feel like as a kid I was, but I think as an adult, I'm more judgmental of Christians. Uh, partially because I hold Christians to a higher standard and I think that's you know God holds Christians to not even a higher standard but I think a different standard Um, we're supposed to be set apart from the world so I think um, when it comes to seeing other believers especially when they're living in sin I think maybe I can be a little quick to judge um just because we are supposed to be set apart from the world. I also want to add that I know that we're all sinners and like the whole like log in your own eye, speck in your brother's eye, like I totally get that. And, you know, of course I have my own problems to deal with. On the subject of Christianity, how do you find time to get in the word every day? What is your favorite book of the Bible and why? Um, (laughs) this is a funny one. I think I've just started getting into more of a rhythm of this. I think it was easier when I was at Bible school. So I had Sage, our first kid, at Bible school. And I think just being in the Word was like kind of a necessity because we were at school. So I was always in it. But then with Zion, you know, I'm not in school and having a second child is a little more difficult. And so I've been trying to get up, you know, earlier. But, you know, being up six times a night doesn't really help. Um, but I would say, yeah, even if it's like one sentence in the morning, I feel like I'm at least trying. Um, and what is your favorite book of the Bible? That's a great question. I think it differs from season to season um I would say right now it's revelation because I just feel like it's really pointing to a lot of things that are happening in the world and I think it's so important to be aware of what is happening and to not only just look at things in the world but also compare them to what the bible says I think that's super important favorite movie that would have to be about time i got a lot of questions asking how i met my husband um it's actually a funny story it's actually really long so i'll just do the short version um we met at chick-fil-a i had moved to pennsylvania after our family got kicked out from china and we moved there last job I wanted was Chick-fil-A and of course I got it 
and I was up front working cashier. He was working back, uh, both headed in different directions, me, Bible school, him, the military. Um, long story short, he decided not to go into the military, and I was like, well, if you're not doing anything, you should come to Bible school, and he was like, sure. So I went for a semester, we did long distance, and he followed me um, the next semester that I was in school. And we got engaged in December and married in February. We eloped in February. This is kind of the second part of that last question, uh, was when did you know he was the one? I honestly don't think it was any particular time, and I think you know, as a Christian, I'm not, of course, there are special cases, but I don't really believe in divorce. So it's like I take marriage very seriously. And even leading up to the altar, I'm like, oh, shoot, what if I'm making a really big mistake? But I think the biggest thing was Steve and I both agreed on our beliefs in God, and we were both headed in the same direction. We both wanted to go overseas and do missions. And I think that's, you know, a few of the biggest things is like if you both agree um, on what you believe in and you're both headed in the same direction because you can both believe in the same thing and be headed in two different directions and not want to do the same thing. And, you know, if it were missions and one of the spouse wanted to go overseas and, you know, they felt that that was their calling they drag the other spouse overseas like it can just be a whole disaster so I think those two kind of lined up the next person asked are you close with your parents yes I am embarrassingly so (laughs) the reason I say this is because I FaceTime them about every day to see their grandchildren because they live overseas and unfortunately you know they don't live close and they don't really get to see them that often. And so one way that has been great is to FaceTime them. And that honestly allows my parents to like watch them grow. And it's been really good. It's been a blessing, but it's also really hard because they are so far away and we are close. Okay, if somebody asked this next question, I think it's hilarious. Who are your best girlfriends? Um... <laughs> I have one good girlfriend uh, right now, more of a long time, like longest standing girlfriend. Um, Her name's Jordan. And we went to Bible school together. We were roommates. So she is currently my long time standing friend. Yeah. But I also have like, I'm super extroverted. So I have a lot of like other friends and like groups so I have like young single friends and I have like young married friends and then I have like middle-aged married friends and then I have older married friends so like tons of like girlfriends all over the place in all different seasons of life because I'm very much a people person Okay, this next question is juicy. Do you wish you would have waited a bit longer before having kids to build and strengthen your marriage before introducing your children? 
I would say no. I think sometimes Steve and I joke like around like, oh, what if we didn't have kids now? Maybe we'd have more money or maybe we could have traveled the world or, you know, gone on that vacation. Um, But I really think that us having kids forced us to grow even closer because that honeymoon phase didn't last very long. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing or a good thing. I'm just saying that that's the reality. And I think it was good because it forced us to learn how to love each other outside of that honeymoon phase. And I think that's so important because, you know, life, at least personally for Steve and I, has thrown us so many curveballs. And we've learned to choose each other and to choose and do what is best for our family. And that ultimately has bonded us and grown us closer than I think any other thing. And introducing children just kind of was one of those stressors of life. And I don't regret it at all. Okay, off topic of marriage and kids for a second. What do you think formed your sense of style? Do you thrift lots of your clothing? I love the boho look, but haven't been brave enough to branch out. To that I say, um, a lot of my style came in college and coming out of college. So I think throughout my life, I think I've always been more boho. I've really loved that style. But again, you know, when you're young, your parents are buying you clothes. My parents had five kids, didn't have a ton of money. So once I got out of that, I had my own money, could kind of build my own closet. Thrifting is a godsend for those who want to be more boho because if you look up any boho clothing online, they are so expensive. So thrifting and really looking like being intentional with what pieces you add to your wardrobe. Um, You love the boho look. I would say if you love it, try it. Thrift because thrifting is a lot cheaper than buying brand new clothing. So like, you know, add a few pieces. If you love it, go for it. I say full send. What is something you regret? Okay, not gonna lie, I've literally recorded this part a gazillion times because this, I don't know why this question is so hard and it's something I struggle with because I think my biggest regret is kind of a collection of like little things throughout my life that kind of add into one big one. Um, So I'll kind of be brief with this one, but I have a lot of things in my story as a kid that dealt with adults and those adults you know not quite treating me right I have a lot of spiritual abuse um, emotional abuse verbal abuse just a lot in my background and I don't know part of me wishes I either I don't know stood up for myself more and but at the same time it's like I was a kid, how much could I do kind of thing. But I think going from that, just learning how to gracefully deal with people while also not allowing that spiritual abuse and verbal abuse and emotional abuse to happen. So setting boundaries, 
while also loving people and speaking truth and love into those lives. I love this question. What is a guilty pleasure of yours? Which is so funny because right now, as I'm recording this, I actually paused my show to record this, but uh, I am watching Love is Blind. That is trashy TV on Netflix, uh, trashy reality TV. So I have gone through so many trashy shows, um, most of which, you know, either Steve has watched with me or I have dragged girlfriends to watch with me. And we would drink, actually, it was the summer before our last year of Bible school. We would drink daiquiris, strawberry daiquiris, and watch trashy TV. I think it was Are You the One? So, fun fact about me, that's my guilty pleasure. How many hours of sleep did you get last night? This is a great question. I always laugh when people ask me this. Um, Last night was actually a good night. I think he only got up three times. I could be wrong. Might have been four times. That fourth, I might have been sleepwalking. Who knows? But I think I got a fairly good amount of sleep. Okay, so this one kind of ties into the last question about having kids. So this one says, do you think having kids young took away from having fun in your 20s? No, I don't think so. I do not regret, I will say this again, I do not regret having kids young. In fact, Steve and I love it. We have a ton of energy to run around and play with them. Well, to a certain extent, unless you're up six times a night with your four-month-old. But yeah, I would say I don't think it took away fun um, in our 20s. I think we find a way to incorporate them into our fun. And like, we may not be able to do certain things, but that doesn't mean we don't have fun. And like, it's great because we still do things with you know, young adults who may not have kids or we have fun with older marrieds who either have our age kids or older kids. And it's like this really unique stage of life where we're able to fit in to different groups. And I absolutely love it. I always tell people, have kids young and be empty nesters young. Like, holy crap, we're only going to be mid-40s when we're empty nesters, it's going to be amazing. Like, still have energy to do stuff. It's going to be great. I won't be raising kids till I'm 60. This is a spicy question. How do you feel about modern day circumcision? Okay, so fun story. When Sage was born, I did not look up anything because I was kind of like, oh, that's, you know, what you do is if you have a boy, you get him circumcised kind of thing. So we were at a hospital you know, they just did it. I was like, whatever. Um, but what was really sad is he came back, like he was gone for almost three hours. It's a very long story and maybe sometime I will tell it on my podcast, but, uh, he came back very sad and I kind of realized that I wanted to look into it more and so I got pregnant with Zion and I looked more into it and I even like messaged friends and stuff and they sent me resources 
resources and things to watch and to read and I just kind of realized that I didn't want to do that to our next boy and I made Steve watch and read the things with me but I was also kind of like well you're a guy like I don't know I'm not a guy kind of thing but also like would like he doesn't remember kind of like yes all these thoughts were going on in my head and so I we ultimately we had a home birth so I gave this decision to Steve I said look I said I'm fine with it and I had a few stipulations to this and I told him you know a few things had to line up or you know we had to I don't even know but he wouldn't get circumcised if these things didn't line up and so we tried um but unfortunately the system is not great if you had a home birth so you have to like go and find a urologist and it's just a whole thing and so it ended up being way more complicated so our second is not circumcised but i will say i don't agree with it now that i've researched it i think it's horrible um but that's my opinion i think you know people can be educated and whatnot that's our personal decision for our family okay i'm gonna do part of me wants to do these last two like together uh okay so how tall are you i'm five five but i have a lot of energy and so i give off tall vibes just kind of funny but nope i'm short five five and the last question which is also really spicy it's what's your body count i love this question whoever had the audacity to do this i love you um body count is one that's steve thank you so much for joining me and listening to this fun break from the usual interviews I have such a blast making these episodes for you guys and interviewing different women in different stages of life. So what you can do to help me out is leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and also share this with your friends and family. This is Elise Feathers and I'll see you next time on Womanhood in the Rough.